When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at me here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, Game Source. The great folks at the Play Caller Sports Talk Show and our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, he's back once again to go ahead and give us his insight on another team as we go ahead and continue our series of NBA team focuses. Hopefully, I'm going to try and get every single one, but we'll see. That's my mission. That's my goal. And everybody's got to have goals. And that's one of mine is to get insight on every single team before we start the NBA season and here today to talk about the defending champion kind of gets me mad when I say that <laughs> but, but you know what I can't be too mad because Jean Ascentacumpo he deserved it he played like uh, uh, unbelievable any questions that I had about him and him as a basketball player and matchups and as far as the playoffs are concerned they were alleviated in those finals and one of the just most outstanding performances I've ever seen in a finals game. So, you know what? All props to him. He deserved it. He worked hard for it. So much, much love sent out to Giannis and the rest of the uh, Bucks for their victory after 50 years of not being able to get there. But here today to talk about if they can repeat and if their threesome is better, worse, or maybe an even play against the Lakers big three. So we'll talk about that. And also his show as well. It is Cool McCain and Cool. Thank you so much. You gave us so much insight on the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Great to have you back talking Bucks this time around. Absolutely, man. Yeah, this is actually the team I cover for the NBA Carousel. So very knowledgeable on this team as well. You kind of hit one of the first points I was going to make was, you know, congratulations to the Bucks and especially to Giannis because I think this was that one thing right that was missing from his resume. Yeah, uh, team game. But just that dominating performance throughout the playoffs to get his team there. And obviously, you know, he had some help. Always want to play devil's advocate when we're talking sports and talk about those little things that went his way that kind of helped him get there. Of course, you know, injuries um, when they were playing the Nets. I don't think the Hawks were quite ready. They kind of overachieved last year. They'll be more dangerous this year because they'll have the experience behind them. 
Kevin Durant, unfortunately, having his foot on the line and not being a three, that being a two. So it's little things that happened. But, you know, Giannis got injured himself, mixed some games, came back, and he kind of jeopardized his longevity in the series by playing. But it did work out. Obviously, once his two co-stars, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, got up to speed and started to do what they do, they were able to, you know, come back and win this series, which I felt like they could do. Um, I didn't feel like Phoenix had enough consistent low post presence and they really didn't have anyone that could handle Giannis. And when you don't have someone that can mitigate what he does, it's not very easy to beat them. It played out the way I expected it to. A lot of people were obviously like, you're crazy. There's no way Milwaukee's going to win. I'm sitting there explaining to them the whole way why they have the ability to win. You know, they have defined roles. One of the best things about Milwaukee, a lot of teams that win, the Lakers have done this in the past. I'm sure you're well aware of it. Other teams that win, you have defined roles. You have a couple of guys that you expect to be your main scorers. You have auxiliary players. You know, you have some guys that are specialists. They may only play defense. They may only shoot jump shots. They may be in the game for hustle plays, 50-50 plays, all those things. You have a couple of guys that if they're needed, they pop up and they, you know, have some games where they may score 10, 12 points when they normally don't. But you kind of have defined roles. So that's how you win. You don't expect one guy to come out and do everything now because it's too difficult. So you have to have that defining in the roles. And I think Milwaukee did a good job of using that and actually have to do something that I didn't think I would be able to do, which is I have to give a little bit of credit to Mike Budenholz. <laughs> do you know, I was very critical of him all season. You and, and the like rest was... of the world. <laughs> because he could actually make boneheaded mistakes and then not win. But, you know, he did enough for them to win championship. So I have to give him props for being the coach that, you know, won the championship. But we're here today to talk about this year. So the thing is, can they defend that championship? And what do they need to do to defend that championship? So that's going to be interesting because a lot of teams in the East did improve themselves in the offseason. The Nets, when they got some more firepower, you know, and the guy like Patty Mills, who if he plays for the Nets like he does on the Australian national team, they could be dangerous, right? They got Aldridge back, other different pieces that they brought in, and they still may bring in another piece or two. So you're always going to be worried about a team that has Kevin Durant, possibly Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. You know, you look at Atlanta, one of the big things about them, not a lot of moves, but just seasoning, just them being able to get better, you know, throughout the offseason. So the East is going to be very interesting this year. I still think Milwaukee's a top two, three team in the East. I don't think that's going to change for the next couple of years. Some good things that Milwaukee did was they signed Simi Ojaleyi, I believe is how you say it. Yes. <laughs> it's close, if not it. But what he's going to do is kind of. I think, it's, I think yeah. it just rolls off. Yeah, Simi Ojaleyi. Okay. So he's going to be interesting for them. He's like 6'6", I believe 240. So big guy, has the height. He's another guy that can kind of play that role that's now been vacated on their team, which is that defensive stopper role. So he'll be able, you know, to come in and play that role. Hopefully he'll give them a little bit more offense than the previous person in that role did. But that's a very important role, you know, on the team. You know, they also brought in George Hill, versatile guard, someone that was actually sent out as part of the Drew Holiday trade. But, you know, he was able to come back and be a part of the team again. I think that's a good pickup for Milwaukee and then the Grayson Allen trade. Grayson Allen is going to come in. He's going to provide them with some more three-point shooting. Um, That's something that they definitely need and something that they didn't have at times last year. You know, they lost Brian Forbes. Brian Forbes? Well as, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they lost him. He's, he went back to San Antonio. He did play a role, but I think Grayson Allen can play that role 
um, just as well for them. So I'm not too concerned with um, that loss. This big three, they do need help from other people. You know, Dante DiVincenzo is back with the team. He hasn't been competing in five on five as of yet. So he's someone that they're going to have to monitor his health because him being healthy is a big part of what they do. They also have Rodney Hood. For those of you who may not be aware because he's not a big name, Rodney Hood is a bucket machine. He's a guy that can come in on your second unit and give you points. So he's a guy that's going to take some of the stress off when he's in the game. He'll be able to play in tandem with George Hill, you know, um, and maybe even like Pat Connaughton may be able to get in, you know, with that group. So you're you're looking at definitely some overhaul in the bench. Then they got a little bit younger, a little bit more athletic. Uh, some other guys that they kind of have on the team that may play a role. I know I'm going to mess the second one's name up. So the first one is Jordan Noir. He was on the team last year. Did play a, a big role, but he was there. Kind of saw a lot of the things that, you know, went on with the team. So he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to be a big piece for him. Of course, Bobby Portis did very well for the team last year. And he's a guy they're going to depend on to do some things. Brooke Lopez, of course, is back. But George's Kalazakis, hopefully I said that correctly. He's a small forward. He's a versatile guy, young guy. He's still kind of developing, but he'll be a guy that can bring some things offensive and defensively. He'll definitely be a hustle player, and he'll be one of those guys, at least for, I think, parts of the regular season that'll be on the end of the bench. There's some other guys that are there, but I don't really see them having big roles unless we get, you know, an injury or something that we don't expect to happen. Well, I'll tell you what, there's still some great signs that they can defend the title. I'm not going to underestimate them. I know for years we were seeing disappointing returns in the playoffs where we thought, how far can this team go with the, with the kind of flaws in this game that Giannis Antetokounmpo has? But I don't think as many people expected Giannis Antetokounmpo, even with all the injuries to the other teams and whatnot, single-handedly just drive that team forward, overcame any of the obstacles that he normally has in his game, like sometimes inconsistent three-pointer, inconsistent free-throw line. We know that whole deal. But you know what? He went ahead and he was aggressive. He stayed aggressive. And he continued that aggression all the way to a championship. And if he continues to play at that MVP level, they're going to be hard thing to stop. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, I'm talking to Cool McCain. He's one of the guys behind the Play Caller Sports Talk Show. Please go ahead and subscribe to them on YouTube today. The thing I want to ask you is this. When it comes to their big three with Drew Holiday, Atentacumpo, and, of course, Chris Middleton versus the Lakers' big three of Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and also, as well, Russell Westbrook, who is their most recent addition, who do you think has the advantage in a playoff or a final setting, as it were? So as far as the post, you definitely go with Milwaukee with Giannis in the post. Chris Middleton can play there at times. He's not the most comfortable there, but he can play there at times. But I think when you look at the slashing, 
um, you know, that the mid-range game, you're definitely going to give that to the Lakers because Russell Westbrook excels at that. LeBron James excels at that. Anthony Davis loves that as well. I think the three-point, I'd give a slight edge, not much, but a slight edge to Milwaukee because I feel like Middleton and Holiday, you know, they have those times where they play well. Defensively, I feel like it's really a draw, right? Because you're kind of playing different positions. If we're looking at what we've been told, LeBron's going to play a lot of the four this year. So he would either be guarding Giannis or Chris Middleton, and whoever he wouldn't be guarding, I would assume Anthony Davis would be guarding when he's playing the five. So that would be some interesting, you know, matchups there. But I think when you really look overall at it, you're looking at guys that kind of bring different things to the to the uh, team. But I think they would really wash each other out throughout most of the series. You'd have one game where L.A. guys would play up to their potential and the Milwaukee Bucks guys won't because we've seen that they did that every series. There was one game, at least in every series, where you were like, where's Chris Middleton? Or, you know, where's Drew Holiday? Why are they not there helping out Giannis, you know, in every game? But I think throughout a series, I feel as though the Lakers may have a slight edge, but they're on that same level um, as far as what those players do. Now, the thing is, it's the rest of the team. And that's going to be the difference between who would win if this was a hypothetical, you know, seven game series between those two teams. Um, I think they can kind of cancel out each other. But then you have to look at what are your other pieces going to do? I think we look at L.A., they have a lot more experience. Um, So if you're looking on paper and you're not saying L.A. has the edge, I think you're not being realistic with yourself. You're either a Laker hater or you're a Bucks lover. You're not really looking at the whole entirety of the team. And you have to look at that if you think who's going to win the game. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be something very interesting to see how far both of these teams can make it as far as in the Eastern and Western Conference is concerned. I think this is a definite finals possibility. We don't know what's going on with Brooklyn, who is the betting favorite still, but it's kind of tenuous, obviously, based on what Kyrie Irving's situation is going forward. And that's a, another story in and of itself. All but, of the stuff, yes. <laughs> exactly. But before we head on out, it's time again for the hard sell, my friend. Mr. Cool McCain, you did such a great job, and I'm hoping that your appearance here last time helped you out. Let us know why people need to check out, as I am right now in my other tab, the Play Callers Sports Talk Show. Man, we love to talk sports. We're, you know, guys are the fans like everyone else. We love to just check it out, you know, talk about it, discuss things that happen. We give each other a little crap. We, we like different teams, you know, one team beats the other. I'm an Eagles fan. He's a 49ers fan. So obviously there was an unpleasant week for me in there a couple of weeks ago. You know, we have people going sometimes and just talk different matchups. Uh, we're very interactive, and that's the whole thing, interactive. It's about, you know, people being able to come in, come in with us on the show, um, talk to us, leave comments, get their picks in while we're getting our picks. We do do NFL picks every week. So we just try to have a fun time, talk about relevant conversations, relevant topics um, in regards to sports, and just enjoy, enjoy the good time, man. Good vibes, good time, have fun. That's what we're all about, play callers. And believe me. You, I, I've watched already a few videos since I went ahead and spoke to you last time when you talked about the Nuggets. And I'll tell you what, I am now hooked as someone who hosts a fantasy football show on the side. It's something that I help. It, it helps me give insight into what my matchups will be, who I'm going to go ahead and screen my lineups, things of that nature. So to get the key in as far as not only what's going on in the world of sports, but also some great talk regarding the NFL and so much more. It is the Play Caller Sports Talk Show. 
please go ahead and subscribe today on YouTube. Every Friday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time and playcallersportstalk.com. Absolutely. Had to make make sure I got the whole pitch in there for you because people do need to give you a checkout right there for you because you guys do some great work. And I I wish you guys much success. That red carpet I've got always stays open for you, my friend. So if there's any more teams you want to cover or if there's anything you want to talk about in regards to the NBA or the Lakers or whatever's going on, you know, in basketball or sports, just stop on by here at the Lakers Fast Break because you are always welcome, my friend. Well, I greatly appreciate it. I just want to say one last thing on the Bucks. I want to give them as much love as I did the Nuggets when I covered them. So um, I think Milwaukee's, I said before, like a top two team. Um, I think their biggest thing is going to be not letting the championship get to them, not having that championship hangover, just coming out and saying, hey, we're the same team we were last year. No one's a champ now. We're the reigning champs, but it's time to go out and defend that. It's time to put last year in the past, focus on this year and try to repeat. So I think if they can have that mindset, um, they have they stand a good chance of you know being one of the last two teams left standing. And if you get to that point, you always have a chance to win. It's going to be something that we will continue to go ahead and be a part of, and that is watching your awesome podcast each and every time out. Remember, guys and gals out there, every Friday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, it's PlayCallerSportsTalk.com and also YouTube. It is a PlayCaller Sports Talk show, and cool. It has been tremendous, as always, talking to you. I'll tell you what, I get so much insight talking about the NBA with you, and I look forward to speaking to you again right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.